0: Thank you so much. God is good. Amen. Just want to share my heart with you quickly. My calling is to build the local church, the family of God. This is the family. And the heart of the Father is in me to see his children get to know God more and more. And to grow up spiritually to become more like Christ. To know the word, to be filled with the Holy Spirit be fruitful for the kingdom and to obtain everything that he mentioned in the Bible in this world while you are living on earth here. So my heart is to see you grow up strong, become a strong believer who is effective for the kingdom of God. And the most important thing to me, not just only you have faith and you know God, is about your character. I want to see that you are having the Christ character in you, faithfulness, faith, love, joy. I believe this is more important than just having the anointing or dream and vision. Because sometimes in the body of Christ, we see people boast about dream and vision and all this miracle, but their character is really offensive to people and cause a lot of people to run away from God. I am not against signs and wonders. I'm for signs and wonders. That's why we have revival. We have the move of God. But the most important thing is to have the character of God in you. The humility, forgiveness, love, kindness, patience, faithfulness, loyalty. All these things are very important. Amen. Because when you go to heaven, you don't bring signs and wonder with you. You don't need science and wonder in heaven. But you bring the character of Christ with you. And that's how you win people's life. By showing them how loving God is. The power will come anyway in the name of Jesus. Amen? So make sure you focus on not just being anointed and being powerful in the gift of God, but you need to check your heart every day that you grow spiritually to become more like Christ. Amen? Amen. I would like to continue to teach the Super Abundant Life series. In John chapter 10, verse 10, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. We have learned so many things in the camp. I believe we have altogether five English sermons by now from the camp. And I would like to continue the sermon because I don't have time to review everything. Let me read the. Third John chapter 1, verse 2, one more time. Be loved, I pray, that you may prosper in all things and be in health. Superabundant life is not just about money, but it's about the whole thing of our life, the whole aspect, the physical superabundant life, the emotional, mental, relationship, family, parenting, ministry, Everything. It involves every aspect of life. The Bible says that you may prosper, mean have more than enough, in all things. Everyone say all things. And then at the end of the verse, the Bible says, just as your souls prospers. Just as your soul prospers. So the first thing that you need to be abundant is your soul, your spirit. If your spirit is strong, it will impact financial area, health, physical area, emotional area. That's why God wants to make you strong spiritually first. And that's why our church emphasizes spiritual growth. Because once your spiritual life prospers, then financially you will be prospering. Physically you will be prospering. Relationship in your family will be prospering because you know God. You have such a strong faith in God. You have such a strong relationship with God. You have strong and thick presence of God in your life. Spiritually, you need to develop the spiritual life. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 127, verses 1 to 2, your relationship is so important. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain, who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for so he give his beloved sleep. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10, say, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. These two scriptures are balancing each other. God said, if we want to have superabundant life, we cannot be lazy. We need to work. We need to do something. We cannot just sit at home, doing nothing. We need to work out our salvation. We need to go out and work and earn the income. We need to clean up the house, otherwise the house is going to be dirty and full of germs and bacteria, and then we're going to get sick. We need to take care of our own body. We need to be diligent in discipline of life. But at the same time, God says that it's not enough just to work hard because the one who prospers you is God himself. That's why you need to have a strong relationship with God. You need to build your faith. Look at the life of Joseph. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 39, verses 2 to 4, Joseph was a slave. But what happened to him, because his relationship with God is so strong, he's a man who really want to do right for God. He is the man who really have faith in God, keep his attitude right all the time, even though his brother sold him as a slave, but he still loved his brother. He had the right attitude. He's a very mature man. Genesis 39-24, The Lord was with Joseph. He prospered spiritually because the presence of God was with him. His heart was right. And he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Even the unbeliever noticed that God was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Who made him prosper? The Lord. Not himself. He worked hard. He was a good slave. He was a good manager of the house. He did his part, but the one who gave him favor and grace and anointing and the success is the Lord. He had good relationship with God. Therefore, the first thing God wants to do in your life for you to gain the super abundant life is to deal with your spirit, to deal with your soul. He wants to change your heart first. He wants to renew your mind. He wants to change your thinking. He wants to expand your vision who He is. To get to know Him more. He wants you to believe what He says. Get the Word of God. Get the truth into your life and expand your vision, your faith, your understanding and revelation of who He is. Once Your soul get it. Then it will impact other things. So the first thing he wants to do is to change your mentality, change your thinking, your believing, your talk, the way you live. And then will impact every sphere of your life when your soul is strong, when your spirit really get close to God and know Him. Amen? A lot of people in the world especially believers, think that it is God's will for them to get by or scrape by physically or to bury, make it each day. They say that, thank God at least I can wake up in the morning and I can walk, I can go to work and I can feed myself, I can earn the income. But after they come home, they lost all the energy. They have a lot of back pain, neck pain. They could not function. They have to lie on the couch. They barely function when they come home. I have a lot of people like that in my life that I know of. Not in this church, though. Thank you. Thank God. A lot of people just have enough, just enough energy to take care of themselves, to go to work. And after that, they're done. They came home being exhausted and could not do anything else. That is Barry making it or scraping by, getting by. But God doesn't want you to live that kind of lifestyle. He wants you to have super abundant health, super abundant energy, super abundant power and strength. After you work eight hours in your office, you come home, you're still strong and happy. And you can have leftover surplus energy and strength to be able to do good work, to visit people at the hospital, to go and visit people at, in jail, or to visit somebody or cook to feed somebody to come and share the gospel. You have super extraordinary strength to live for the kingdom. The Lord wants you to have super abundant physical health. If you are sick, you will take a lot of time and money and energy to try to take care of yourself to the point that you cannot take care of other people. If you're weak physically, you cannot minister to other people very well. Therefore, God wants to give you super abundant life on the physical realm. The devil doesn't want you to hear this message because he wants you to be weak and to get by and scrape by and make it each day. So you cannot serve God. You just try to survive day by day. This message is not very loved by the devil. He doesn't want you to know that God wants you to have super abundant physical life as well. Amen. Let me read Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 7 to 8. So let each one gives. He wants you to live a life that you can give to other people. Give your time, your energy, your ability, your talent, your anointing, your money, your word of encouragement, your help. He wants you to live a life of giving to other people as he purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God, verse 8, to follow. If you read this verse carefully, verse 8, exactly talking about super abundant life in John chapter 10 verse 10 but come in another way and God is able, everyone say God is able able. to make all grace, the grace to do your job, the grace to be a dad, the grace to be a good husband a good wife, to be a good minister of the Lord the grace to get money the grace to do anything, all grace Grace is not just forgiveness of sin and go to heaven. Grace to live on earth to do good things. All grace abound. The word abound means more than enough towards you that you will live selfishly for yourself. Sit on the couch eating popcorn and gather all the stuff for yourself and live for yourself. Is that right? No. God wants to give you super abundant life, abounding ability, overflowing ability and grace so that you always, everyone say always, always, having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. God doesn't want us to have super abundant life so that we can live selfishly. But He wants us to live for the kingdom, to feed the poor, to visit people, to preach the gospel, to make disciples, to build a church, to get involved in different ministry. You can come at night to have a worship practice because you have strength after you're working eight hours. You have super abundant health and all the grace about you so that you can do every good work. Do you notice that God encourages us to give? When I say give, I don't mean just money, anything. You give time, money, energy, talent, anointing, helps, uh, encouragement, maybe write email to encourage somebody. You use your time to give. He said, give cheerfully and give generously. Do you know why God asks us to give cheerfully and generously? Because number one, We learned from the past lesson in the camp. Our God is a liberal, generous God. He wants you to have His character. He wants you to be generous. Stinginess is not the character of God. To be tight in your hand is not the character of God. He wants you to follow His character. Number two, cheerfully, what does it mean? It means He wants you to give with faith. When people do anything by faith, they will be cheerful and joyful and happy. When you do think grudgingly, it means you don't trust God, you don't give by faith. You just give out of duty or being or in fear or being forced by somebody to give. He would say, give cheerfully by faith. Give generously and then God can give you back so that you can abound in every good work. He wants you to live for His kingdom, to live for other people, not just for yourself. Sometime in the operating room, I was performing surgery, and I heard all the conversation in the operating room. The nurses and doctors, they are not Christian. Most of them are not Christian. And they talk about weekend. We have a vacation home somewhere. We go have fun here and there. Oh, we sit in in my house on Sunday watching the eagle fly over my house. And I watch the... The whale come out of the Pukjeh Sao and they talk about how happy they are for themselves. And I was thinking in my heart, I am in a church. I am here to serve. I don't want to live for myself, to be a neurosurgeon, to make money, so that I can sit and watch the eagle fly over my house and see the whale. I don't care. I want to live for the kingdom. I want people to be saved. I want people to be touched. I want to fly to another country to preach the gospel. I want to get involved in doing every good work. Selfish life is not of God. God is a giver. Amen. Amen. Living for the kingdom of God. You need to have your vision bigger who God is, how generous He is, what kind of heart He has. He has a generous heart. He is a big God. He's an El Shaddai who can do all things for you to live the right kind of life on this earth. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. I read this scripture so many times to convince you. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. In other words, don't love money. This teaching has to be balanced. God wants to bless you, super abundant life, but you don't love those material and things that God gives to you. You still love God and want to live for Him. You don't trust those things. You trust in God, okay? The living God who gives us richly all things. Again, all. All things. Richly. Is He a generous God? Does He take care of you, all things? After I wrote this sermon, my faith rise up about El Shaddai. On Friday night, my phone was broken. And I could not make a phone call. And that is big deal for me because I'm a doctor. If they page me, I cannot answer within five to ten minutes, I can get into trouble. So I need to make a phone call. I have to drive to Bellevue Mall right away to fix my iPhone. Oh, the traffic, the parking lot was so bad on Friday evening. When I drove in and some teenager even cut in front of me because they tried to get the a parking spot and, and jail and all these things, I just calm and didn't fight. But I pray when I drove into the parking lot, I say, you richly give me all things, including the parking lot. I pray. It doesn't matter what other people, that they cut in front of me, I'm going to have the spot there at the walk, the shorter distance. While they are driving in front of me, after they pass, somebody pull out and no one saw it except me. Just in front of the door. I park there, walk in, boom, boom, boom. I don't have to park far away. God give me all things richly to enjoy. That is the kind of God we have. He wants us to enjoy life. He want to give us the top notch, the best. He is a good God. Hallelujah. He's not a mean and tight God. He's not stingy God. He want to give to His children. Look at Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-two. He, mean God, who did not spare His own Son, He gave the best—not only good things, the parking spot. Parking spot is nothing. He gave His Son die for us. If He did not spare His own Son, but He delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not with Jesus with him also freely. Everyone say freely. Everyone say richly. Everyone say liberally. Everyone say generously. Give us all things. Again. Again and again. All things. In 2 Corinthians 9, 8. All things. First Timothy six seventeen. All things. Romans eight thirty two. All things. What kind of God we serve. He is a generous, liberal, and very rich God. Very wealthy God. He has everything unlimited in his storehouse. Unlimited wisdom, unlimited love, unlimited money, unlimited strength, unlimited power. He has everything unlimited. And he can give you resources, help, energy, good helps, good support. He can give you money. He can give you anything so that you can enjoy. The big obstacle to obtain the super abundant life is not that God is not able to help you. It's your own thinking. Your own, we call, poverty mentality. You think that your God is poor, doesn't want to do anything for you. It's a poverty mentality. And when people have that mentality, they will keep the cookie jar that they received about five years ago. It's still in the cabinet and they don't want to throw away. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go to mission. They don't want to give to anybody because they are afraid that if I give out the cookie jar, I will not have cookie to eat tomorrow. So they will keep the poverty mentality. It's for me. Me, 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 my, my, mine. And when you have that kind of mentality... God cannot bless you because you go opposite to His way. Poverty mentality is opposite to the super abundant life. Do you know that having a big vision of who God is and being a generous giver are connected? When you know that God helped you today, He can help you tomorrow. He can help you next year. He can help you five years from now. He can help you 10 years from now. He's a generous God. He's an El chadai He's the almighty God who can nourish and supply. And He also can satisfy you, satisfy your mouth. He's still the same God next year. Why you worry about today when you give out, when you do something good? God gives you good things in your hands so that you can do good work to give out, to bless other people, not to keep it for yourself. Amen? The superabundant life is for the kingdom of God. Amen? So you need to believe that God will not only just meet your needs, but He can give you the desires of your heart. A lot of Christians misunderstand that, oh, God just meet my need. What Psalm chapter 23 say? He is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. I will have what I desire. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 24. Listen carefully. This is not just about your need. For actually I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things, those things, he says, those things, can be what you want, what you desire, will be done, he will have, Whatever he say, I practiced that in the shopping mall three days ago. I want the parking spot. And I say it with faith. God going to keep me. It happened. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, whatever. Everyone say, whatever. What does it mean, whatever? It means whatever. Not just what you need. Whatever, definitely. Whatever you want or do you decide, it should not be sinful things. Okay, it must be righteous, must be the right thing for the kingdom. You decide something for the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Whatever you decide should be for the kingdom. Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Psalm 20 verse 4. May He give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. What kind of God we believe here? Good, generous God. He will give the desire of your heart. Make your plan succeed. Psalm 37 verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. The Lord will not just only meet your needs, but He will also give you more than what you need. He will give you the desire of your heart, super abundant God. Yes, some of us may face trials and hardships and some resistance or attack from the enemy because the thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But if we stick with God and have faith, our vision is big enough to know that God is big. We will come out from those trials with super abundant victory, with super abundant strength superabundant joy, superabundant peace and health and finances and prosperity and material provision. You don't have to scrape by each year, each day. To scrape by, to get by, to make it each day is not the will of God. The best and perfect will of God is that you will have the surplus, the excess, the more than enough, more than, more than enough to do every good work i know that some of us are not that level yet some of us may live in the level of lack some of us live in the level of just to get by to have enough but that is not the perfect will of god amen don't explain the scripture away you need to ask god to raise your experiences to the level of the scripture that God can give you super abundant life. Don't water down the Word of God. I'm teaching the Word of God right now. This is not my own version. This is in the Word. I read the Word of God to you. Okay? So don't water down the Word of God. You believe. You receive the Word. Expand your vision and believe that it will happen to you. That's how I live as a Christian. Whenever I see in the Scripture, I'm excited. Yes, this is for me. I'm not just... Really, I don't believe it. Oh, it's just for you, Pastor Lau, not for me. Now it's up to you. You're gonna to choose to believe and agree with God, and try to rise up to the level He wants you to have, or you're gonna just—I don't care. I just believe that I'm gonna sh- scrape by and making it each day. Ah, oh, I don't believe in what the Bible says. I don't care. You choose. You choose whatever you want to do. You make your own choice. I choose life. I choose super abundant life. I make a choice. Amen. I'm going to believe in my God. That God is going to give me enough. Not just to take care of myself. But I have extra to take care of other people. Amen. Some of us may have this attitude. Oh why my pastor have to fly to germany to switzerland to thailand why he has to make all this teaching to put it on youtube because i s- believe in super abundance that we should not just take care of ourselves here me and my pastor you need to be with me forever no we need to bless other people yeah. god give us super abundance to yeah. bless the world amen. to give yeah. amen change the mentality not selfish. Me, 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 me. We need to give. Bless the body of Christ. Help other people who need help. Amen? Hallelujah. We have extra. We will not just be scraping by and making it each day. We will not have to be behind financially all the time. Or we need to be lacking all the time. Some people live just, they feel just, just halfway decent. They just drag their feet. They don't have enough. They just struggle, struggle. God doesn't want you to struggle. God wants you to have super abundant life. More than, more than enough. I'm not talking about being covetous. I'm not talking about loving money and seeking for materials and monies. I'm talking about living for the kingdom. Do you know that your ministry is related to your surplus? Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Your ministry is related to your surplus. Because if you just have enough for yourself to pay bills, bill, you cannot do the ministry. Because you just survive month by month. You can do the ministry. You can help other people only when you have the surplus. That's why the devil hates this kind of teaching. Because he wants you to just live for yourself and don't do anything for other people being a selfish Christian. He wants you to bless other people, to have more than enough, the surplus. You have a lot of material things, not because you love material things, but so that you can use those to bless others, to build the kingdom of God. You're concerned about the kingdom, not concerned about your pocket. But God still gives you more than enough. Have to be balanced here. Luke chapter 12, verses 15 to 21. He said to them, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. This is from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. I the ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, he should have given out and blessed other people. But he said, This is what I will do. I will tear down my barns, build bigger ones, and there I will store all of my grains and my goods, and I will eat and drink and be merry, and say to myself, you have plenty of good things, laid up for many years, take it easy. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself but is not rich toward God. Again, prosper in your soul. You need to be rich toward God in order to gain the superabundant light that will last for eternity. Amen. Your soul is, I want to live for the kingdom. I want Jesus' name to be preached. I want as many people as we can as I can, to come to know the Lord. I will be involved in building the church of Jesus Christ. I want to live for the kingdom. You are rich in God. And then the rest will come. You are not seeking the money first. You are seeking the kingdom of God first. Our joy should not be based on money and materials. Our joy is based on our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And You can have more than enough joy, more than enough peace, more than enough health, more than enough strength, more than enough energy, more than enough anointing, more than enough wisdom, more than enough direction and revelation and understanding, which is more worthy than money. And money will come too. I don't have to worry about money because God is a rich God. Amen? He wants you to have enough, but not only stop at having enough, but more than. More than enough. Let us expand our vision to see that our God is a God of superabundance. Our God is a generous God, and He wants you to live for Him. Talk about it. Think about it. Meditate about it. God, give me superabundant life. I will live for the kingdom of God. I will do the best to obey Him. Get my vision bigger and bigger, have more faith in the kingdom, in the, in the Word of God. I will get into the Word, obey Him, live for Him. And when you start to change your mentality like that, the way you think, the way you talk, your action will be changed, the way you live will be changed. Amen? And you will begin to experience a superabundant life. Definitely, you should not be wasteful, throwing things away. You should be good steward. But at the same time, we should be generous givers. We should not just think about ourselves, give to the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Sometimes people have this mentality. Oh, I have been sick. I have been weak. I have been poor. They say this way. I will be sick tomorrow. I will be broke tomorrow. I will not make it tomorrow. That is not a statement of fact. That is a prophecy. Listen carefully. If you want to talk about the past, please use past tense. I was sick, but tomorrow I will be healthy. I was broke, but in the future, I will have more than enough. The life and death is in the power of your tongues. Whenever you speak, Prophetically negative about yourself. I'm going to be broke. I'm going to be sick. I will not make it. I will scrape by and get by each day. I will, I will. You are prophesying to yourself and you give the legal right to the devil to do whatever he wants to kill, to steal, to destroy you, and to rip you off. But instead of doing that, you need to prophesy about yourself. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to live 120 years old at least. My knee will be strong. My memory is going to be good. My kids are going to do well. My children will love God and serve the Lord. I will not be broke. I will have more than enough to do the mission work, to feed the poor, to help people. You prophesize, then you give, the because you prophesize according to the Bible. It's in the Bible. He shall give me the desire of my heart. You keep speaking like that. What happened? You give the legal right to God to perform the super abundant life for you. Everyone, part of your mouth. Watch my mouth. Prophecy. You either curse yourself or you bless yourself. How many people are going to curse yourself with a negative word? I hope not. How many people say I'm going to bless myself? When you see that your husband has problem, don't Keep talking negative. Just say, my husband is going to be good. My husband is going to love God. My husband is going to be doing well. You speak positive about your husband. Don't complain about your husband. Amen? The same thing to your wife. Hallelujah. Believe that when you give and help people, it will come back to you. And you don't control anybody to give back to you. You don't control Manipulate who, how, will, how much people will give you back. You just give, bless people, and you believe God is a supplier. He will give back to you to have more than enough. You shall abound in every good works. I want to thank all the servants in this room that you give your time. You know, our church is a volunteer-based church. We don't pay the worship leader to come up to lead worship. We don't pay the drummer even one penny. Everyone serve as a volunteer. The video team, the sound team, the children program, even the children pastor, other church, the children pastor may get $40,000 a year at least. Pastor Brenda served in the children ministry for free as a volunteer. They gave and God bless them. I don't mean that we should not take care of God's servant. We should be generous to them. Amen? Amen. Let me end this sermon by saying this important thing. If you can bear with me for a few more minutes. The reason people cannot have super abundant life because, listen carefully, because they have too much of wrong things, and they have too little of godly things in their life. Their life is out of balance. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25, if you want to be successful athlete, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things, now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. The Bible talks about temperate, to be balanced. Sometimes people have too much of the negativities and too little of the God things. That's why they cannot have super abundant life. So now I want to talk about the law of, of displacement, this place. If you have a cup filled with orange juice, there are two ways to re- displace the orange juice and fill the cup with milk. One way is to grab the cup, pour it out, empty it, and put the milk in. But in case the glass was tied out to the table, what you're going to do in order to fill the cup with orange juice, instead of orange juice, you want to fill it with milk. What do you do? You pour the milk. Keep pouring, pouring, pouring. The milk will displace the orange out. And you need to keep pouring and pouring until the whole glass is full of milk and the orange juice is gone. If you do that, it means you need to have more than enough milk to do the job. If your life is a glass and your life is so full of chunks, what do you need to do? You need to displace it with God things. Eventually, you can have the super abundant life. Let me give you some list here. Some of us have too much stress and don't have enough peace. Some of us have too much selfishness and self-centeredness. And don't have enough love for the kingdom. Some of us have too much worldliness and don't have enough holiness. Some of us have too much greediness and don't have enough generosity. Some of us have too much TV and don't have enough Bible. Some of us have too much idleness but don't have enough industriousness. A prescription for many people who get depressed and get into trouble is to go out and find a job and work hard and work for the kingdom. So you don't have enough time to sit around listening to the lies of the devil. You know, I don't have enough time to listen to the devil. I'm too busy with my job and with the ministry. My mind is so full of the kingdom. I don't have enough time to listen to the devil. So I don't have to get depressed. When I go to bed, I can sleep right away. I can have good rest right away. Some of us have too much laziness and not enough productivity and work. Some of us have too much religious work but don't have enough faith, love, and power. Some of us have too much turmoil inside us and don't have enough the rest of God. Some of us have too much of being busy but don't have enough time to wait on the Lord and to pray. Some of us have too much of asking, 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 but don't have enough time of praising and worshiping. Some of us have too much fear, but don't have enough boldness. Some of us have too much of the counsel of men, but don't have enough of time to seek the direction of God. Some of us have too much complaining and griping, and don't have enough thanksgiving. Some of us have too much human reasoning, but don't have enough revelation from heaven. Some of us have too much the works of the flesh, but don't have enough the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Some of us have too much of what I feel, what I see, what I experience, but don't have enough faith talking, Believing in the promise of God. Walk by faith, not by what I see and what I sense and I hear. Some of us have too much talking, but don't have enough doing. Don't pull up your sleep and do it. You just keep talking about it. We need to get rid of certain things in our life so that we can reach to the super abundant life. Amen? Amen. How many people want to get rid of the junks out of your life? How many people want to receive more and more from God? This is the reason why tell you the truth as a pastor. Every Sunday I have this job. (laughs) I prepare I read this sermon all day long yesterday. All day from seven AM to midnight. I keep reading, try to remember what I need to say. Because my job is to pour the milk into you. Keep pouring, pouring, pouring. Get in the good words. And why lay hand all the time? Not today, because today we have lunch. Why lay hand all the time? Some people think this passage is crazy. Lay hand every other Sunday. Lay hand in the camp almost every service. Because I want to pour, 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 pour the things of the Spirit. To so get rid of the junk, get rid of the junk. I want you to be filled with God's things, with the Word, with the revelation, with understanding, with the truth, with the Holy Spirit. Get rid of the junk out of your life so that you can have super abundant life because I love you. I want you to do well. I want you to prosper in everything. Keep pouring, pouring, pouring every Sunday. Are you getting this? Let us confess together. Let us confess. Let us prophesy upon ourselves. It shall come to pass. In my life, I will grow closer and closer to the Lord. I will know Him better and better. I receive more and more light, understanding, and revelation. I walk in a greater and greater wisdom. I can give more and more generously and cheerfully. And I will receive more and more God's blessing and God's direction. God's blessing will overtake me. Great and good opportunities will be open to me. I receive favor. I will be blessed. My effort will be prosperous. My health will improve. My strength will increase. I will be blessed. I will receive receive from the Lord Lord. greater greater and greater greater grace. grace. My life life will get better. better. My path path will grow brighter. brighter, brighter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many people Promise God from now on, you will not curse yourself with your mouth anymore. You're going to speak positive to yourself. How many people say that I'm going to see God bigger and bigger than before? The vision about God. Everyone say, he is El Shaddai. Shaddai. Generous. Generous. More than enough, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, I'd like you to pray with me quickly follow my prayer. And if you want to come to know El Shaddai, follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I give my life to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for paying for my sin. Lord Jesus, you are my savior and my master. Come into my life right now, Lord. I repent of my sin and I will follow you. Give me superabundant life so that I can abound in every good work. I will seek the kingdom of God first and live for you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to you and say, Super Abundant Life is available to you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.